Plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of Your Healthy Retirement. Joining Steve and Sean on today's show are Pat Kelly and Peter St. James. We talk about inflation and, and people hear about it, but they, the only way that you understand it is, hey, what are you paying for gas? Hey, what are you paying for coffee? Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you paying for beef? And, and now, yes, I know that's cost more and it's biting into the money you may have. And the takeaway that I remember the two of you talked about one of our previous shows, Social Security recipients this month getting cost of living increase. Good one. Uh, what, 5.9% maybe? Uh, it's, five, yeah. it's either 6.2 yeah. or 5.9%. It's around there. One, one of those two, which is great. And they're looking forward to this extra little windfall. However, comma, mm-hmm. now put inflation against it, and the money that you're getting in, you're going to lose right off the bat. So you're really not coming out ahead. Well, hopefully you're breaking even. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd hope, but I mean, I'm so not betting. I'm not betting that way. I mean, your Part B is going to go up, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a bite. Medicare Part B. Medicare yeah. Part right. B. Sorry. Yeah. You know, inflation's just the decrease in purchasing power due to the price increase of goods. Yep. And one of the biggest problems that we see day in and day out is we have clients who are sitting on lots of cash, a heavy amount of cash in the banks, yep. not making a nickel, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, let's let's face it, who's in charge of this whole inflation thing? It's it's the Federal Reserve. And but, but, they're, okay. they're, they're but in pe- charge of maintaining pe- this. What is the Federal Reserve? We, we hear that title thrown around. What is it, six people sitting in a room making a decision? Or, or is it, I mean, what well, is not, the Federal it's, Reserve? It's not that simple. I mean, it's not just six guys. I mean, they have their whole entourage. Oh, okay. Okay. They have offices. They have people who keep, you know, track of numbers. And, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Okay. Um, and they take a lot of feedback into their into their. And, and whatever they say is gospel? Well. If the, if the Fed, if the Federal Reserve. If the Federal Reserve wants to raise interest rates. So they don't, right, they don't set inflation. They set interest rates. Interest rates. Right. Which should um, dictate how high or low inflation is. And didn't I right? see so that right, they, they were talking about increasing in the not right. too distant future? Yeah. Right. Because we've got really high inflation right now. And yeah. what happens is that means the economy is potentially overheating. It's working too well. Right, and goods are getting more expensive. They increase the borrowing rate. It becomes then more expensive for companies to operate because mm-hmm. they now have to pay a higher amount to borrow, and things slow down a bit, and that should bring the inflation rate down. No, isn't it funny? You say it happens, and when things are running too well, the people getting affected by inflation are going, "No, things are not running well at all." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always like to put it in the terms of it's our our way of the federal government. Because we're driving down this road so quick, need to tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they're, you know, tapping the brakes is a term we use. Annual inflation rates in the U.S. accelerated to 6.8% in November of 2021. Wow. Yeah. And, wow. you know, that's the highest since June of 1980. I was going to say, that's been decades. Been decades. And, and it's not, uh, we, we were talking before the show, I saw a number recently that said the average price of a used car oh. was $29,000. I saw that. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
and the price of a new vehicle, uh, if I remember correctly, it was in the ballpark of $49,000, and part of that was because of the chip shortage. Right. And and now that's adding. Uh, so And the chip shortage, what I've read and heard, is supposed to really fall to the wayside come this summer because there's a couple of new online chip companies that should be So what, the price is going to drop? Well, no, now you're going to get the chips out and, you know, people are going to be able to keep up with production because the chip isn't slowing down production and holding back putting out product. I mean, the price of housing is screaming. Gas is up. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, I mean pick what, it. Food. Wood started to go down and it's going back up again. The, the chip thing is a classic example of the supply and demand dynamic, right? Okay. So the, you can't buy a new car because they're simply not available. Right. Right. But somebody needs a car, so they say, well, let me buy a used car. So now you've got more people chasing used cars than you did before, which drives up the demand. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, I mean, that's inflation at its core. Money, purchasing a good, either having too much money, purchasing a fixed amount of goods, or having the same amount of money trying to buy a limited amount of goods, which is what we're seeing right now with the cars. Makes sense. Or recently when I was out in New Mexico, I my rental was a truck. I wanted a truck. And I got to the car rental place, and they said, okay, we got a truck. I'm like, yeah, but it's two-wheel drive. I said, I don't want a two-wheel drive. I want a four-wheel drive. I'm going to be in some rough country. They said, we can't find them. Because when COVID hit, they sold off their inventory. Right. And now they're trying to get it back, and I don't need it. I'm going to be in the Gila dirt roads at... I'm not taking a two-wheel drive out there. I said, yeah, sorry. Peter, you know, we were just in uh, Phoenix a couple of weeks ago for work, and um, we looked at rent- doing a car rental. Yep. And then we looked into doing an Uber. Okay. And it, it was cheaper for the week to do an Uber than it was to rent Was it car. really? Wow. It was outrageous what wow. the car rental prices were. Mm-hmm. So we just got very good at Ubering. Yep. Yep. So, and, and, but, but again, supply and demand forcing those prices correct. up. So they, all the rental companies sold off all their cars. When, when nobody hit. was renting, yeah. And now they can't replenish the fleet because they can't buy a new car. <laughs> they, they don't have new cars because there's no chips. Right. So when you were in Phoenix and you were Ubering, were you a passenger or were you making deliveries? What were you doing? <laughs> I thought, you know, you might pick up a couple bucks while you're there, <laughs> drop off some pizzas, you know. Hey. <laughs> you know? DoorDash. And financial advice. Well, that's advice. what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, Steve's a sharp guy. I, I was driving financial advice to people who needed it. Oh, there you <laughs> go. go. Okay. Nice, nice twist. Um, so, so is it right now, if the Fed talks about increasing rates in March or April, will that make inflation go away? It's not just going to stop instantly. Oh, it's, it's not. a gradual okay. slowdown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, they've talked about maybe, you know, several increases. I'm sure they're going to be small increments, but going up nonetheless yeah and one of the things you have to really be aware of is you know how does it affect your overall retirement planning process how does it affect the money that you have okay Mm -hmm. and that's really where it boils down to okay first of all you know your pensions you're not getting a bump in increase in your pension Mm -hmm. so right now if you're making you know fifteen hundred dollars a month you know what that fifteen hundred bought you two years ago and what it's buying you today is a lot less so the question becomes okay well what resources do i have and have i done the proper planning to hey i need to flip on some more income where do i get it from and where's the best place to take it from these are the paths and the guidelines we 
you know, try to educate people on and give them, you know, looking into the distant future. What if this happens? What if that happens? This is always a discussion we have. It's always a a, a concept that we incorporate into their planning process. Mm -hmm. Inflation, inflation, inflation. It's always there. The problem is right now it's running a little bit high. You know, the government tries to keep the Fed rate around 2%. That's their target. But they've seen, you know, nine consecutive months above the 2%. Mm -hmm. So if if the Fed kicks in these interest rates, will the banks then be able to have accounts that actually offer me a chance to make some money? It's a correlation. (laughs) There is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because, like I said, it won't happen immediately, but you may, you may get there. Because I know both of you have said, hey, you, you got to have some cash on hand. You got to have some cash in the bank for emergencies or, and, and you know, four months, six months worth of bill, whatever. Uh, so you've got 20, 50, 100,000, whatever sitting in the bank. That's not making any money. You're, you're actually losing money, right? Yeah. You're losing money to inflation, right? Um, but it's a cost. Just think of it as a cost, right? Okay. You have an expense to doing that, but you have a bit of an insurance policy. If something goes awry, yep. you now have money that you can access to use in an emergency. It's a fixed cost that you're just going to have to have but, to deal but with. But while that money's sitting there, I'm losing money. You are. <laughs> wow. I, I wasn't thinking in those terms. I was thinking, hey, yay me. Well, right. most but people it, don't think on those terms. Yeah. Most people think it's safe, it's secure. And you know what? I can't lose money. Well, the reality of it is you are losing money, whether you like it or not, because mm-hmm. with that money not making money, you're losing the ability of that purchasing yep. power. So down the road, you are losing money. Mm-hmm. There's things you can do, too. Don't just leave your money at your local bank on the corner downtown uh, in savings and say, well, it's it's fine. Talk, Go down to your banker and say, what what other options do you have where I can get a little extra yield on this money that I have in savings? One thing might be a money market fund. That's just that's invested in U.S. Treasuries. It's going to make a little bit more money than what the bank is going to pay you. It's yep. not huge, but it's something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would caution against uh, investing in a CD especially if it's 12 months or more, um, because then your money's locked up. Um, right. There's a lot of online uh, high-yield savings accounts that are available now, and these are managed by big banks such as Citibank and J.P. Morgan and others like that. They're going to offer, right now I was looking uh, online this morning, I think almost three-quarters percent, I think, um, which sounds horrible, but it's it's better <laughs> than zero. It's, it's three-quarters of a percent. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, is there, uh, I have to lock it up for a year? Or, or? No, that's a savings account. That's just so, a yeah, straight savings exactly. account. Exactly. It's fully liquid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Minimum, I assume. It depends which one. You have to go online. 1,000, 5,000, right. 10,000. Just 10, Google yeah, high-yield okay. online savings accounts, and you'll find them, and it'll tell you what the yields are. Um, you know, the other thing you can do, not with regards to the cash you have at the bank, but the reason that we still hold equities for investors or retirees that are in their 70s or 80s, not just having bonds, which gives them income, equities or stocks mm-hmm. – um, shouldn't do much better than inflation. So you want to have some stocks in your portfolio, even when you're in your 80s, to get some growth potential to hopefully stay ahead of that inflation. Mm-hmm. Now, are bonds a good hedge at this point or not really? 
Well, there's an inverse relationship without getting too technical, and I do this sometimes. Well, no, <laughs> between, no. But we between like bonds that. We, and we, rates, no, we learn. Right? So that's good. If you hold a bond right now that pays three percent, yep. All right, and then it, by the way, it doesn't. Let's say one percent. Okay. Uh, and then um, rates are increased, and now somebody can go out and buy a bond that buys that pays two percent. You want to sell your bond, but it only pays one. They're not going to give you much money for it. So as rates increase, your bond prices are going to go down. It's a teeter totter. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got some. You definitely have some risk of principal in bond, owning bonds these days, especially if rates increase. And long term. Uh, oh, and yeah, and the longer the term, the the because mo- yeah. mo- most of the bond markets that have been paying any kind of yield are all everything is short term, and has right. been for a while. What are we? What's short term? A year? Five years? What's short? Within five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah, I mean, ten year right now. I th- so I was on the precipice of paying 1.5, I think. Yeah, right about that. Right. 1.45, 1.5. I mean, that's 10 years your money's sitting there. And if you're running at a, well, 6.8%, let's just call it 3%, mm-hmm. you're not making any money in that, in that bond. Mm-hmm. And you're still at risk. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.